Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 54. All right, spring is here, April 5th, 2022. Thanks for joining me today. I'm your host, Anthony T, and hope you are doing well. We have a couple of things to talk about today, so let's get into it. So a little disclaimer, I may have to mark this episode as explicit because the next topic that I'm uh, going to talk about is an article out of New American, New York City mask mandate for toddlers remain in place. New York City's toddlers aged 2 to 4 must continue wearing face masks when they return to their classrooms and daycare facilities on Monday. The children will remain subjected to the mandate until a higher court reviews a decision by a lower court to strike down the city's mandate or until the city drops it. This past Friday, Staten Island State Supreme Court Justice Ralph Porzio ruled in favor of a group of parents who sued Mayor Eric Adams and city agencies in March to overturn the mask mandate. According to the Gothamist, the judge argued that the city's policy was absurd because the mandate was lifted for children age 5 and older. Porzio also called the mandate for young children arbitrary, capricious, and unreasonable, and issued a permanent injunction against it. Thanks to Mayor Adams, however, the judge's ruling will not go into effect. The city's legal team immediately appealed Porzio's decision to Appellate Division 2nd Department in Brooklyn and asked the court to suspend it temporarily until the appellate court hears the city's appeal. On the same day, the higher court granted the city's emergency request and allowed the mass mandate to remain in place. Now, what I really think is that this uh, New York City Mayor Adams needs to take a walk up to the Verrazano Bridge and have his head cleared and realize that he made a mistake. That is a complete scumbag move when a group of parents get together to get a lawyer and sue the city and the judge votes in their favor, rules in their favor, and you go ahead and appeal it using uh, taxpayers' money because that's the legal team, that's who pays for it, and you should be held responsible for this. If he feels so strongly about this, he should pay for the legal team expenses, not use taxpayers' money to pay the city's legal team to against the taxpayers. It's ridiculous. Now, these parents have to either shell out more money to retain this attorney to keep fighting this or you walk away and your two to four year old has to wear a mask in nursery school or daycare or whatever it is and when nobody else else is required to wear masks the article also states the city data on hospitalizations and deaths show that covid hospitalizations for children under the age of four is 2.76 per 100,000 has been for months none of the children died so this mayor and this judge, whoever repealed the other judge's decision, are not following the quote-unquote science, according to this article. And they're just, uh, this is all political. This is political activism with your children's uh, health. It's bullshit. And of course, they're pushing this new variant, BA.2 subvariant, which is basically like a cold. And they don't want to let go of this control. And now New York City has this alert level like they used to have for terrorism after 9-11. And it's like red is high, yellow is medium, and green is and green is uh, low. It's ridiculous. It's just an, an, another thing. Like terrorists don't want to blow us up anymore all of a sudden. Now it's just COVID. It's just a replacement. It's a control tactic. So what it looks like to me is that they're going to hold on to this thing until November, the midterm election, so they could try to get, uh, you know, more mail-in votes and there's some variant out there and they're going to scare people and, you know, they're going to try to do some shenanigans with the elections. I guarantee it. And the mainstream media isn't really, you know, talking about the COVID thing anymore. Is, is the pandemic over? Is it not? They want people to for, kind of forget about it. 
and they're pushing the other distractions, you know, the parental rights uh, law in Florida and Disney and, you know, Russia and Ukraine thing is still being pumped, but nobody's really, hey, how about the pandemic? Anybody going to call that off yet? Or And, and they're going to bring it back up and toward the fall. Watch, you see. And next we have making its way back into the news is Hunter Biden's laptop. And it seems that things were verified and things on there were true. And it wasn't all a Russia, Russia, Russia thing that Trump was doing, you know. Also, Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Committee was fined because, you know, they lied and told about the money paid to create the notorious steel dossier to kind of blame Trump because take attention from her off of her email server that she deleted everything. And no matter how much the mainstream media tries to push the Hunter Biden laptop and how Hunter Biden is in trouble, Joe Biden is in trouble also with him because his name is attached to us. I'm pr there's, there's evidence that he's involved, the big guy in the 10%. So that's not a Hunter Biden problem. That is a Joe Biden problem. Next up, I got out of justthenews.com. The almighty CDC to audit revamp agency amid criticism to 75-year-old agency's response to COVID-19 pandemic. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has announced efforts to improve the federal agency amid over two years of public scrutiny and criticism about its response to the COVID-19 pandemic. You think? The planned revamping was announced Monday by CDC Director Rochelle Walensky in an agency-wide email in which she said... It is time to step back and strategically position CDC to support the future of public health, according to the Washington Post. Walensky said the revamping process will begin with a one-month review of the CDC by a senior federal health official outside of the agency who she has hired. She said the improvements will focus on the CDC's structure and systems process and appear to emphasize modernization of the 75-year-old agency. Whatever that means, man. Now, this senior federal health official outside of the agency that she has hired, by any chance, would that be Anthony Fauci? I don't know. This article doesn't state it, but it seems a little fishy to me. They don't mention the name. And when government agencies say they need to modernize, that usually means spend more tax money. You got it. Of course. So what she's basically saying is like, look, I've, we've been doing this for 75 years and we still can't get it right. So we have to try something else again. So just give us more money. And the next story I have relates back to the jerk off mayor of New York City. But this is what people have to do more uh, nowadays. The article's uh, title is New York City employee fired after posing as a reporter confronting Mayor Adams about mass mandate. A woman who was employed by the New York City Law Department is out of a job after she decided to pose as a reporter during a press conference and question Mayor Eric Adams about his mask policy. Weeks ago, you told parents to trust you and that you would unmask our toddlers. Ten days ago, you stood right here and said that their masks would come off April 4th. That has not happened, city employee Danella Jamal said at a Monday afternoon press conference. Adam said he was living up to my promises, but the COVID-19 numbers are increasing due to a new variant, which caused him to change his mind and the masks coming off youngsters. The city law department and Jampel's firing follows her decision to lie to city hall staff and state she was a journalist at a press conference, which demonstrates a disturbing lack of judgment and integrity. Jampel says she is retaining counsel and would not litigate in the press. Good for her. Basically, this is a don't question the mayor situation or you'll get fired. 
Like I said before, this mayor needs to be taken up to the Verrazano Bridge right in the middle, let him clear his thoughts a little bit, and realize what mistakes he's making. You know, if anybody could help out with that, that would be greatly appreciated because this guy is out of control, he's ruining this city, and definitely doesn't uh, deserve to be the mayor of the city. And last but not least, uh, Ivanka Trump voluntarily meets with January 6th committee. Trump administration official Ivanka Trump is reportedly meeting Tuesday with the Democratic-led House Committee Investigations the January 6th Capitol riot. The meeting between committee members and Trump, the daughter of former President Trump and a senior White House advisor in his administration, was first reported by NBC News. The president's eldest daughter was reported with her father most of January 6, 2021, and in the Oval Office for meetings that day. She was not subpoenaed to testify and has voluntarily agreed to talk virtually to the committee. Husband Jared Kushner, who also was a Trump White House advisor, met last week with committee members. So there you have it, the Dems up to their regular tricks and still trying to get Trump on something, and it's just... You know, it doesn't matter that the gas is over $4. It doesn't matter that price inflation is still going up. That doesn't matter. It matters get Trump for January 6th, which basically was, you know, a bunch of people just walking around the Capitol and nothing happened. So I hope you had enough this week. I sure did. (laughs) This is uh, Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T. Uh, You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. You can subscribe, donate. Uh, this is a value for value podcast, which means you can stream sats. There's no advertisement. I do this, you know, I try to put put my view out there on what's going on and how things are going. So uh, thanks for joining me and I'll see you next week. All